morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, what a lovely day today. We've been having consistent sunshine in San Diego. And yes, exactly, we can clap for that. And the reason why we're excited is because the weather hasn't been too good. And, you know, we began to fear for the worst as San Diegans. We've been thinking, what is happening to the weather? Is it going to get as miserable as London? <laughs> but it's nice now. And as a result of this lovely weather, I thought I'd wear my Hawaiian shirt. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I know I walked in this morning and the team were like, whoa. I'm sure you were thinking the same thing. So I had to address, you know, the elephant shirt in the room. I don't know if that works. Anyway, hello. Welcome, everyone. Today's an exciting day. Um, exciting Sunday because this Sunday we have titled it Mission Sunday. And this is a Sunday we um, have every year um, annually in order to really highlight all the ways um, we've been involved as a church in both local and global missions. And so this Sunday, um, I'm going to talk a little bit. Normally I talk more than this. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit and then I'm going to invite some of our local and global mission reps to come and give your updates. But it's also an incredibly special day because where are they? They're students. They've all disappeared, haven't they? Oh, they, oh gosh. Anyway. Oh, I was going to introduce them. They should have waited and then I would have introduced them. But anyway, you may have seen, uh, uh, you know, a ton of students here um, as you were walking in. And they are from the Pacific Northwest, which the weather's not too good up there, I hear. Um, but anyway, they're from there and they're here this summer in order to serve churches like us um, in San Diego. They're, they're called Resonate resonate students and oh do you know what Caleb stand up mate stand up there he is so Caleb is leading the group that is here this summer every year they come and they are an amazing group of students that are here to serve local churches in San Diego and so Caleb thank you so much for the work you guys um, are here to do and we're excited to partner with you for mission here in this city so round of applause for resonate students Brilliant. As I said, it's Mission Sunday. I'm going to give us kind of like a brief on what missions is. And to do that, um, let's turn to Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28. And we're going to be reading verses 16 to 20. Verses 16 to 20. As you turn there, um, let me just <laughs> emphasize that this evening at 5 p.m. over at Solway Church, if, if you are part of King's Cross, okay, um, it, you know, whether you're a member or whether you're new and you're exploring um, King's Cross Church, you need to be there, okay? 5 p.m. today at Solway Church, 4747 Soledad Mountain Road, we are going to have an all-church meeting where we have some really important and exciting news about the future of King's Cross Church, okay? I don't care what you're doing. Cancel it and be there. I mean it. <laughs> I know that sounds like, you know, he's trying to get me. So I'm not trying to. It's really important that you're there. If King's Cross is a church, 
church that you're like, look, um, this is my home church, or this is a church I'd love to be part of. And so 5 p.m., you're, you're invited. We're going to have dinner, okay, to make it easier for everyone. 5 p.m., food attracts people and gets people to places. So 5 p.m., food, and then there's going to be childcare as well, okay? And so 5 p.m., bring whoever you want. It's going to be an amazing occasion. So thought I'll tell you that. Let's get back to the scripture for this morning. Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 to 20. We're going to be reading it. And as is our custom as a church, may you please stand for the reading of God's word. Matthew chapter 28, 16 to 20 reads. Now, the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. Let's pray. God, thank you for this Sunday where we get to just pause from our normal Sunday gatherings to reflect and think about all the ways you've been on mission in and through our church. God, way before King's Cross was launched in this city, you was on mission. And when King's Cross ceases to exist here in this city, you will still be on mission. Thank you for inviting us and involving us in your mission not just in this city, but around the world. And so as we highlight and celebrate and reflect all that you're doing, may you instill in us more of a passion for your name because a passion and a desire for you to be made famous, Jesus, naturally leads us to wanting to share who you are to people so they may know you. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, if you've been around King's Cross for a while now, um, you'll know what we're all about as a church, all right? You'll know that as a church, we exist to be a family on mission with Jesus. And as a church family, these are some of the things we value, all right? We value Scripture because we believe God's Word is sufficient. We also value prayer. We pray about everything. We believe prayer is powerful, okay? Also, as a church, we seek to be radically generous and actively involved in each other's life, meaning that we love and care and serve for each other, and we look for opportunities to do that as a church. But We're not just a church family on mission doing our best to love God and serve one another, but we're also a church family on mission. And we're not just on mission on our own, but we're on mission with Jesus. In other words, we're not here to only focus on loving God and loving each other. That's great. And we want to do that more. But as a church, we exist to focus outwards as missionaries. 
So the question is, if we're a church family on mission with Jesus, what is our mission all about? What is the mission we aim to fulfill alongside Jesus? Thankfully, when this church was started five years ago, trying to figure out what our mission was wasn't a daunting task. We didn't need to have lengthy meetings, strategy meetings, or we didn't need to read a ton of books in order to figure out what our mission as a church was. And the reason for this is because our mission as a church and also the mission for every other church is articulated within the pages of the Bible, spoken directly by Jesus himself. And so all we did was read scripture, we copied and we pasted what our mission was and we just lived it out. And so this morning, I want to remind you guys that as a church, our mission is given by Jesus, and it can be found in what we just read, Matthew 28, um, verse 19 to 20. It's known as the Great Commission. And the Great Commission serves as our church's mission. And it's not just the mission for our church, but it should be the mission for every church in every generation. And so what I want us to do now is just take a closer look at Matthew 28, 19, 20 to discover what the mission of our church is really. And so let me give you guys some context of where we are. And so after Jesus rose from the dead, what he did was he gathers his disciples and he invited them to the top of a mountain. And the goal for that was for him to share what they should be on mission, what they should be doing as missionaries. And as soon as the resurrected Jesus appears to his disciples, um, it says, and we read it in verse, nine, in verse 16 of chapter 28, that some of them worshipped him. But here's the sad, sad part of this, right? At the end of verse 17, uh, you'll notice that it says that some of them doubted. Some of them doubted. Just like imagine this, like, even after witnessing the risen Jesus, some of his disciples were still unsure about his identity. Some of them doubted. Regardless of this mixed response, before Jesus reveals the mission, he offers them words of encouragement in the following manner. Look at verse 18. It says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. This statement here is powerful. And it's powerful because Jesus is basically telling them that um, the mission he's about to call them to isn't dependent on their own strength or capabilities. It's all about him and the authority he holds. It's a reminder that their mission and our mission as well is rooted in his power, not our own. In other words, it has nothing to do with what we can do for Jesus, but everything to do with what he can do through us. Kevin DeYoung says this, God does not send out his church to conquer. He sends us in the name of the one who has already conquered. We go only because he reigns. 
That's so encouraging. With this important bit of information in mind, Jesus then unveils the mission he's calling them to and us to in verses 9 and 20. And so what I want us to do is going to come up on the screen. I want us to read this out loud together because this is the mission of our church. All right? Let's read it all together. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Under the authority of Jesus, we have been commissioned to go and make disciples. And how we're meant to make disciples is by preaching and teaching. Jesus then, he concludes his announcement by reassuring um, us that wherever we go, He'll be with us even to the end of the age. In other words, our mission to make disciples begins with Jesus and ends with Jesus. And so King's Cross Church, our mission as a church is to make disciples through preaching the gospel to the lost so that they may be saved and then teaching and equipping those who are saved so that they may mature. And so we know what our mission is to make disciples. We know how to make disciples, preach the gospel, help disciples grow by teaching them. The question I want us to think about briefly is, what is a disciple anyway? What is a disciple? Simply put, a disciple is someone who is a follower, a learner, and an imitator. And you know what's fascinating about this whole thing about disciples, right? A disciple isn't just an ancient concept. In fact, every one of us is a disciple in some way, okay? We all have someone we follow and learn from with the goal of becoming like them. We all do. Think about it. Musicians have their own disciples who are inspired by their music and style. I always say Justin Bieber has disciples, all right? Who are these disciples, right? The believers, whoever they are, uh, right? Um, children naturally become disciples of their parents. They look up to them and learn from their guidance. Even fashion, think of J. Crew and Brooks Brothers. They have a loyal following of disciples who admire their clothes and try to emulate their style, right? Every one of us is a disciple in some way. In a similar way, Jesus' disciples were his students who followed him so they could learn from him to become like him. And so then a disciple, according to Christianity, is a forgiven sinner who is learning Christ in repentance and faith. And so you're a disciple of Jesus. And as a result, you're a forgiven sinner who is learning to be like Jesus. Jesus. 
the mission Jesus called his disciples to some 2,000 years ago. It's the very same mission he calls us to right here, right now in San Diego to make disciples. But simply, our mission, King's Cross, is to tell everyone everywhere who Jesus is and what he has done for them so that they may stop living for themselves and start living for him. We're a church family made up of disciples who are on mission um, with Jesus to make and mature more disciples of Jesus. This is our task, this is our purpose, and this is our mission. And so, if our mission is to make disciples by preaching and teaching, what about doing good works? like getting involved in service projects in our city or feeding the homeless or caring for the needy how is mercy ministries related to our mission to make disciples because as i've been talking about making disciples i haven't mentioned anything about good works and so what has good works and this is good works we do good works we feed the poor we do all of that how does that relate to our mission does our mission to make disciples involve helping people in need and serving our city and um, the quick answer to that is yes and no <laughs> all right the bible teaches that christians are to love their neighbors and some of the ways we do this is by getting involved in service projects feeding the homeless and caring for the needy etc these are some important ways we can express love and compassion for our neighbors and these actions are often referred to as mercy ministries and as a church family on mission with jesus we're called to participate in some of these services and demonstrate God's love to those around us. However, however, it's important to note that while these good works align with our mission, they're not the sole focus of our mission. Our church, above all else, is called to make disciples. We want to share the message of the gospel and teach everyone who believes how to live their lives for Jesus. So in a nutshell, our mission does involve helping people in need and serving our city through acts of mercy, but it goes beyond that. Making disciples and guiding others in their faith journeys is at the heart of what we're called to as a church. And so we do all these good works and we use them as a platform and leverage for getting the gospel to people. Kevin DeYoung said this, it is not the church's responsibility to right every wrong or meet every need, though we have biblical motivation to do so. It is our responsibility, however, our unique mission and plain priority that this unpopular impractical gospel message gets told that neighbors and nations may know that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing they may have life in his name. And so King's Cross Church, it's a joy. It should be a joy and a privilege for every single one of us to be involved in being in to be disciples who are making disciples 
And so my question to you this morning is, how can you be more intentional about making disciples where God has you? How can you utilize your job, your career to make a mature disciples? How can you leverage service projects and meeting the needs of people to make disciples? Kings Cross Church, our mission is to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And we're to teach and observe all that Jesus has commanded us. And as we do, we must never forget that he is with us and he is working through us. And so let's love God, love others and share the gospel like crazy. So everyone everywhere may hear, believe, and mature in Christ. And so this morning, as I said, um, I've just given you guys a brief <laughs> basis on kind of mission and what we're called to the idea of making disciples. What we're going to do right now is hear from some of our individuals who are involved in local, um, global missions um, and how God is at work through our church doing that. And so to kick us off, we have the one and only Sierra Corbin. Good morning, guys. Oh, thank you for responding. That's so nice of you. So I love verbal feedback because my love language is words of affirmation, so keep it coming. Um, most of you guys know me. If you're new here, my name is Sierra, and I'm one of the leads on our local outreach team. Um, and so the team is made up of quite a few different people and individuals in our church, and so we just kind of wanted to share what the local outreach team is and what we've been doing and what the church is up to this year that we've been doing and what we're going to be doing. And as Obed said, um, he shared the vision of our church, and our church's vision is to be a church family on mission with Jesus. And like Obed was saying, we want to seek to make disciples, um, but one of the important aspects of making disciples, like Obed was saying, is representing the heart of God, right? So through good works. When we do good works, um, we're representing God's character to our city, right? So when we're generous with um, our finances or even our time and giving to the needy, we're showing the world that God is a generous God. When we're loving the needy, we're showing that God loves the needy, and that gives us an end to be able to explore and explain who God is um, to help make disciples. And so um, the way that local outreach fits into the mission and vision of King's Cross is the local outreach team seeks to find and facilitate ways for our church to be on mission locally here in our city. Um, and so we want to be a church, like Obed was saying, that partners and serves our city, that's kind of the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, and we want to be a church that spreads the gospel. And we also want to be a church that partners with other local ministers, collegiate ministers and other local churches and ministers to be spreading the gospel and um, proclaiming who Jesus is through good deeds and through our words. Um, so we just kind of wanted to share some of the ways that our church what, what our church has basically been up to this last year and what we can look forward to in terms of local outreach. And so the first thing on our list is Easter. If we could go to that slide, heck yes. So you guys, many of you guys were here for Easter and you got to see just what an awesome opportunity that was to share the, the gospel story of Jesus with our city and then also get to host this huge carnival for our city. Um, and we had this 
great party um, getting to celebrate the work that Jesus was doing there over Easter. But if I can just remind you, multiple people at the carnival came up and were like, who are you guys? What are you guys doing? We've been wishing that someone would host like a kids carnival or a service here at the park for 20 years. We haven't seen something been done here for for that long. Can we donate? And we're like, no, we're not here to take your guys' money. We're here to show that God is generous and wants to love on this city. And so that was awesome. I think we had somewhere around 400 people come to this service and 600 community members come to the carnival. And so what an awesome opportunity for our church to just be a light in our city on Easter, right? So that was really cool. Um, So that was one of the things our church did. Our church has also been partnering with Shoreline. Um, Shoreline is a local PB homeless ministry um, headed up by by Karen. Um, And she leads a resource center that helps homeless people find employment or document recovery or mental health aid or veterans assistance. But one of the other things that Shoreline does is they try to feed the homeless people. And so we don't have capacity in our church to meet all the needs of our unhoused neighbors. But one of the things we can do is partner with local orgs to take on some of the responsibility of those orgs so that those orgs can continue to help house people and find jobs. And so one of the things our church does is we take over the Saturday meal service. Um, And our church has been partnering with other institutions in the city like Yoga Box and Catholic Worker to handle all of the Saturday meal services at um, St. Andrews. Um, And that's been awesome. We've been getting to sit with our unhoused neighbors and and feed them. And it's because of your guys' generosity, both financially and in terms of time, that we've been able to love on um, our unhoused neighbors and help Shoreline in their ministry to, like, get people housed and get people cared for and get people um, into jobs. And so that's one of the things that we do. Um, Another thing we can talk about is the La Jolla Town Council. So we partner with... Yeah, guys, this is pretty cool. This is a great story. We partner with a few of the town councils. um, And the reason we want to partner with the town councils is because we want to hear the heartbeat of people in our city who are leaders in our city. And what does our city care about? What are ways we can partner with our city um, to just have an in with them and serve in the ways that is close to their hearts? And so recently, our very own Obed Rifo was inducted as a member, um, a board member of the town council in La Jolla. And so just think about that for two minutes, guys. A local pastor is on a local city board for La Jolla. What an awesome opportunity to get to be the hands and feet of Jesus there and get to connect with our city and be a witness to La Jolla. So that's awesome, right? So praise the Lord for that. Um, we, Yeah, thank you. Yeah. We also partner with the PB Town Council um, through their concert on the Greens, right? And so last year... Um, We partnered with them for their Concert on the Green series, and they host this four-week music series at Kate Sessions Park, and we're like, well, we're right here, so maybe they need volunteers. And so we help them set up. Um, We help, we volunteer for taking down all the trash, and then we also pass out, like, hundreds of tattoos to kids and get to just be a light in our community. And one of the ways that God kind of really blessed us last year, we weren't expecting, like, any recognition, right? Because we don't do things for recognition. We're just like, look, we're hands we can help, let's serve. And then the president of the town council was like, oh, hey, can you go make an announcement about your church from the stage to like 350 people? And we got to do that. Like, Obed got to go up and be like, hey guys, this is cool. Um, we're a church across the way. We love PB in La Jolla. And we're just here to, to serve you guys however we can. And so that was a really cool way for God to confirm 
and, and like affirm that by being present in our city and loving on our city through acts of service, he will spread his gospel and make his church grow. So that was, that was really, really beautiful. So stay tuned because we're going to be serving with them again, and we're going to be needing volunteers to walk across to the park and help with the concert series soon. The concert series will be the last two weeks of July and the first two weeks of August. Um, and one of the ways that we're helping them is like our very own distractors, which is like a group here in church is going to be performing at the concert series, which is freaking awesome. So come to that, support them, but also be look, be on the lookout for volunteer needs because we're going to need to try and flood the park with like volunteers. Um, and that'll be a great opportunity to like share the gospel and serve in our city. Um, another way that we spread the gospel at King's Cross is by hosting Life Explored. Um, so this is a thing you're also going to want to stay tuned for. We've, we've done this three seasons in the past, but Life Explored, if you don't know what that is, is um, our church hosts these open forums, these discussions on the gospel and on faith and on religion in our city. Um, and so it's a space for people who are exploring Christianity to come and argue about different religions, to ask questions about who Jesus is outside of a church. Because not everyone feels comfortable coming into a church to hear those things. So this is one of the ways that our church tries to spread the gospel, is we hold these open forums in the city um, for lots of people to come to and hear about the gospel. And so we're planning that right now. It'll be again in the fall like it was last year, and we're going to be hosting another iteration of Life Explored. So that'll be awesome. Um, and I think one last thing, is uh, we do Operation Christmas Child, which is just a cool opportunity to get to bless kids um, all over the world with Christmas gifts. Because we're blessed here to get a bunch of like Christmas gifts, but lots of kids aren't. Um, and so we partnered with Operation Christmas Child to pray for kids around the world and to um, give them gifts. Um, so these are just some of the ways that our church is on mission locally. But there's also another way that our church can be on mission, and that's by partnering with other local ministers. Um, and we love partnering with local ministers. So you may have noticed that there's like a ton of NAVs and crew collegiate ministers in our church and a ton of college students because we're like a college town. We're pretty nearby some colleges. And so if I can invite Ukeme and Jess, they're going to come up to talk about crew and NAVs. Um, and just share the ministry there, the students that are going to be going into ministry there and full-time ministry. Um, and if I can ask you guys one, one thing, you're going to be hearing about what they're doing and what, um, how they've been on mission with Jesus in our city. Um, and then they're going to be at the back, and there's going to be a ton of people at the back tabling and passing out prayer cards. And I know when I look at my own budget, that as much as I would love to be able to support every single collegiate minister in our church, and there's a lot of them, I can't do that. But I had this thought recently of like, okay, so maybe I can't financially support everyone, but how cool would it be if I had like 20 prayer cards on my fridge and was just praying for all the collegiate ministers in our church um, on a regular basis? And then I was like, well, what if everyone in our church had all 20 prayer cards on their fridge? And just anytime you had someone over, they got to see all the people on mission in our city. And you got to, every time you went to get a midnight snack, got to think about like the collegiate ministers who were doing ministry work and got to pray for them. And so if you could go to the back and pick up their prayer cards, like commit to praying for them, commit to partnering with them in various ways to support the work that they're doing because they are boldly sharing the gospel with college students and on campuses. And that's incredible. And we love supporting them as a church. So find them at the back, please. Don't just like walk out and look past them. Go actually like 
get all 20 prayer cards and put them on your fridge and commit to praying, that'd be pretty awesome. So. Thanks, Sierra. Yeah, hi, I'm Jess Martis, and I work for the Navigators um, at UC San Diego here. And yeah, I'm going into my sixth year on staff and second year or third year in San Diego specifically. So yeah, super honored and excited to be partnering with this church. Um, King's Cross has been so amazing in, in supporting the vision of the Navigators, um, which is really what Oba shared, to go and make disciples of all all people groups. And um, yeah, so I just wanted to share a couple highlights of, um, yeah, what, what the NAVs are up to. And um, so we are really about evangelism, discipleship, really life to life, um, doing life to life with these college students. And uh, many college students come into college never having even opened a Bible on their own, not knowing really what to do with it, how to study. And so we we come alongside them and teach them how to study the word and how to read it on their own. Um, we do on-campus evangelism, just like approaching people, strangers, um, and telling them about Jesus. And um, we've been praying a cool stories. This past year, we had this huge prayer. We said, what can we ask God for? Like, that's huge and like beyond what we can imagine. And so we prayed to see a hundred people come to know Jesus for the first time. Um, we were like, that would be wild if that actually happened. Um, so we got to the end of this year and we actually ended up seeing 50 people come to pray to receive Christ for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> through, so this is through all of our students and staff. Um, and, and yeah, so reflecting on that, it was cool to, to, to ask our students, what, what do you think like we should trust God with next year? And instead of saying, like, oh, maybe we should lower the number because, you know, we, we only got 50 out of the 100, they said, let's pray for 150 <laughs> in this next year and, and see God reach more, even more people with, with Jesus. Um, and so, yeah, that's just an amazing story of what God's been doing. And we help people, college students, develop hearts for the nations to go and not just stay where they're at, but to go. And so an example of that is Olivia. She shared last week, she's currently in Thailand right now on a mission trip, um, trying to share the gospel with Thailand students, college students. And then, um, yeah. <clears throat> and so, yeah, I think another cool thing is, is four, uh, awesome women came out of this, this class of seniors and said, I want to dedicate two years after college to serving the Lord um, and doing full-time ministry as well. And so all four of these ladies um, were just on a plane and they're currently in Colorado right now getting training in their, for their first year on staff. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, really awesome. So Val here in the middle, she um, came into college not knowing Jesus. So she actually found Jesus through the Navigators, um, and so she wants to go around, turn around and do the same and help others experience that as well. Um, and then, yeah, the other two on the sides um, were just really transformed by uh, college ministry and college and, and want to go and do the same. And something that's cool is we're actually pioneering for the first time at Cal State San Marcos. Um, so Bianca on the far right will be helping with two other staff to pioneer there which is kind of northern san diego 
um, area. So we're super excited for that to see. There's literally nothing there right now. Like they just want to go and see if they can start a Bible study or something up there, reach more people with the gospel. And then, yeah, Zoe here, so she's covered because um, she's actually going to East Asia, which is like a pretty sensitive area. And so you could be praying for her. And um, all these women are starting to fundraise and would love your prayers and financial support if possible. And then lastly, uh, there's also a, a Navigators with San Diego State. And so Joseph and Kimmy Brewer are part of that, as well as Jonathan. And yeah, so they uh, are currently in Colorado uh, running a summer training program, which I helped run last summer. And it's really awesome. It prepares students for how to work a full-time job, but also pursue Jesus. And pursue others and community all at the same time um, and so they're helping students be really equipped to leave college um, and enter the, the, the big world <laughs> that's kind of scary um, yeah and so they're also excited to start back in August so they're in a semester school so they're starting back in August and then um, UCSD will be back in September so we would love your prayers um, support and yeah we're so thankful for King's Cross that is on mission with us clearly we're we're wanting the same things and that's for jesus to be known and so yeah and then yeah and Kimmy is going to share about crew as well sweet thank you four years ago my wife Harmony and i arrived at the campus somewhere close to chicago as international students it was difficult to adjust to the culture of the U.S., so our first time here, and also the cold weather. But we met a group of Christians who showed us the love of God in very practical ways. Our first winter coat, Harmony's first sewing machine, was given to us by these Christians. And that's how we got to meet Bridges and people who work as staff on Bridges. Bridges is the ministry arm of CREW that supports international students, gets close to them, and communicates the love of Jesus to them through fun activities. Now I'm done with school, and we're here in San Diego, working, pursuing a full-time career, but I still volunteer with Bridges. What do we do? We organize fun events for these students, and then through those events, we communicate the love of Jesus Christ. We meet at beaches, we meet on campus, we have Discovery Bible study, and other ways for these students to meet and understand and know Jesus Christ. And as someone who was an international student myself, I enjoy the process of just making friends with them, and also enjoy the opportunity to communicate the gospel to them. Now, as I worked on campus, you know, as a volunteer, I worked very closely with the Millers there, Rebecca is there. She was one of our leaders working with crew. Um, so you see a picture up there, just for those at the back, we can see Rebecca. Um, so Rebecca has been leading us on campus for the past two years, and we'll be transitioning to a new role where she will be training a new generation of missionaries who, who start as, you know, have the call, and she would help them on board all the way to when they can report to their various teams all over the world. I really enjoy volunteering. 
because it's an opportunity to pursue a full-time career and still stay in touch with what God is doing in our local church. Um, and so why we are here is if you are like me and you feel called to pursue your career, but you still want to be on mission with Jesus, volunteering could be one opportunity. The bridges needs are simple. We just need people who are friendly to international students, willing to have dinner with them, willing to drive them for shopping, and just explain how America works. <laughs> <You know. laughs> In addition, we also have needs, as you can see, um, the Millers are transitioning to a new phase of ministry. And so we want to call you if you, know, you want to partner with crew, want to partner with the Millers, we would be right there at the back and would like you to stop and ask questions and pray or give or just be on missions with us as a team. Thank you all very much. And on that note, I would like to call Jeremy, who will be talking to us about global missions. Thank you, Okame. Awesome. It's so cool to hear everything that's happening. Um, I just want to say all, all not all the people, but a lot of the, the NAVs and then for local and then going into global, King's Cross is able to support financially every single month because of your guys' tithing. So... Um, the more you guys tithe, the more we're able to do this and support more missionaries. So um, thank you for that. And yeah, um, on to global missions. Uh, let's go to the next slide. For those of you that have been around for a while, you guys know uh, Katie and Tylon. Um, they were with Navigators uh, here at uh, UCSD, um, and then they've transitioned over to do international. Um, so they're currently in Dresden, Germany, and they've been there for about a year, I think. Um, and so I'm not going to talk much about them because they have an awesome video. So if you can cue that, it'd be great. Hi, Kings Cross Church. Hi. I'm Tyler Perkinecki. I'm Katie. And this, this is, is Baby Ezekiel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are serving the Lord currently working for the Navigators Reaching University students in Dresden, Germany. And our uh, biggest update, obviously, is this little guy. He is four weeks, or I guess a month old as of today, actually. Yeah, wild. Yeah, so uh, it was a pretty interesting experience giving birth abroad. Um, it wound up being a C-section. It wasn't planned, um, which was stressful and he had some different things like low blood sugar and really high levels of jaundice, and um, but God really saw us through it, and it was just really see how our community here in Dresden surrounded us, and my mom was actually able to be there um, shortly after, and Tylon's mom is here now, and so we've just been really, been really blessed. Um, it's definitely been a step of faith, trusting the Lord, and raising a child in a place that's not your own. Ezekiel decided he didn't want to um, sit for the video anymore, so unfortunately he and Katie had to make a quick exit. Um, but yeah, honestly, that's one of the biggest things that's happened, obviously, this year and in our lives times. In terms of ministry updates, uh, we've been in uh, parental leave for the past month or so, uh, but before that, in April, we started the new semester with uh, our students at TU Dresden. Um, and we got to see God do, honestly, some pretty pretty awesome things. Uh, I got to go to 
the Navigators National Conference for college students here in Germany. I took some of, several of our students with. That was just a really awesome time to see how excited they got as they got to meet other uh, students, other believers their age and who were equally as uh, excited about discipleship, about growing the knowledge of the Lord, about worshiping him, about diving into his word together. Uh, and all of us who went came back feeling really refreshed in our faith uh, and excited and eager to see what God could do on campus. And then shortly after that, we had a more uh, evangelistic uh, event that we called our Conversation Cafe. I got to plan that actually with one of our non-believing international students. Uh, we printed out flyers and invited uh, German students and also international students to our uh, meeting space where we were able to all have dinner together. Together, he's from India, so we cooked everybody some curry. And then we had some small group discussions a biblical theme and this time it was thankfulness. We had about 10 students there, almost all of them weren't believers and it was just really cool to see them engage deeply uh, in this biblical topic and kind of think through uh, what it means for them uh, to grow in thankfulness in their own lives. Um, yeah, and, and our hope honestly is that through that uh, they'll be able to have gospel conversations with a lot of these students that would kind of be a springboard into that. So yeah, in terms of Prayer requests, uh, first and foremost, we really want to invite you guys uh, to join with us in praising and thanking God for Ezekiel's birth. Uh, I know it was a little bit complicated, but he was born, he's healthy, um, and we're just so excited um, to go through life together with him. Uh, second, uh, you guys can be praying for uh, our family as I transition back into work. This is my first week back doing ministry on campus, meeting with students, being at Bible studies and things like that. Um, so you can just be praying for us in that kind of transition. Uh, and then lastly, as we continue to seek to help students to know Christ and to make him known as we seek to see the gospel really move through the university campus and through the city, um, we continue to be struck by how hard the ground uh, really is here, um, how unwilling many of them can be sometimes to enter into spiritual conversations um, or to really dig deeply into God's word or even um, conversations of, you know, what it means to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Um, uh, during a staff meeting earlier this week, um, our teammate Christina uh, shared a verse that she's been praying for our ministry. Um, and I think that's something that I want to share with you guys also, invite you guys to pray uh, for us. And, and that's Habakkuk chapter three, verse two. And it says, Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. Lord, repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. Honestly, we have seen God work in tremendous ways, both in our times um, working with students at UC San Diego, um, also here in Dresden. And we just really, really want to see God um, repeat them in our time and in our day here on the university campus. Uh, we long for students to know God, to see his fame, to see his glory, to stand in awe of his deeds, and then to repent and turn and enter into just the best and most loving relationship that we can have, um, the relationship with Christ Jesus as our Lord. Um, yeah, so those are the three ways that you can be praying for us. Thanks so much. We miss you guys, and we hope to see you soon.
You guys hear me? There you go. If you hadn't met them before, now you have virtually. Um, and yeah, it's just awesome to see their faithfulness to go. Um, and then here, it's been challenging, it's been hard, but it's been rewarding, and they've been seeing God really work still over there. Um, so if uh, you guys are interested in just learning more about them, getting news updates from them, supporting them, they'll we'll be out. Uh, my wife or I will be back by the table by the bathroom. I'll be the global missions uh, table. You can learn more information. There's like a little QR code that you can scan. So, um, yeah, and then we'll move on to uh, another couple that we support um, overseas. And they are in the Middle East. And uh, I actually had the opportunity to work with um, this couple closely for a couple years. And, uh, yeah, it's we've been supporting them also for, I think, four or five years now. And um, they've, they've transitioned different ministries as well. Um, so they're more now, they were college, and now they're more um, church uh, building and uh, kind of like just eldership there. And they are kind of taking over some, uh, so let me back up. There's been a, a lack of, of missionaries that have been able to go in this area as of the last year or two. Um, and so when I was there uh, five, seven, seven years, eight years ago, um, is a completely different place where it is now. Um, visas are not able, you're not able to get a visa anymore to go and be there. And there's been an, an increase in pressure of, of more of the Sharia, Sharia law of Islam. And so it's, it's a total different um, landscape than when I was there. And so there's an increased um, hardship um, pressure. And so um, they've had to transition and they've had to move uh, ministry all this to say, um, they have started kind of like just being, started being elders to uh, couples for, for marriage and just show the young or newer believers there in their country how to follow Christ um, in a place that is, is hard to be a believer. Um, and so there's a number of, uh, you go to the prayer requests, there's a number of prayer requests they have kind of as a result of this. One is like they're, they're tired, they're fatigued just a shortage of laborers, and so uh, we can be praying um, for that. Um, let's see, and yeah, they have a, a young adults camp that they're doing over there. We can be praying for that, um, and then yeah, it, I'm sure you guys were aware but there was a, there was an earthquake in that region a while back, and um, a lot of people died, and uh, their some of their family actually is from that region, so they. Um, we did a little support thing um, last year for them, or was it earlier this year? This year I'm not, I don't really remember exactly when, but um, yeah, they were able to go and, and be on the ground support for them. And so they're going to go back and visit, and yeah, there's going to be a lot of heartache and trauma and opportunities to, for them to serve, but also um, for them to share the gospel as well, which would be awesome. And then, yeah, as I said, they're transitioning uh, different ministries, and so they have seen a decrease in support as a result. And so, if you guys are interested in supporting them um, uh, financially or just through prayer, getting updates as well in that back table uh, next to the bathrooms, we will have a little thing there, and you can find out more information. So, um, you've heard now what we we do as at Kings Cross, the people that we are supporting, um, but we also, as as you've learned this morning, we're called to go as well and participate. And so. We have some exciting um, update. Um, I'm going to call up Carol 
um, who is going to provide you guys with an opportunity to join her in going overseas. So clap for Carol. <laughs> Good morning. I am so excited to be here this morning, and I have three minutes, and I could probably talk for three hours. But I am hopefully um, going to be able to take some of you with me to Ethiopia this October. It is the most exciting trip that you'll ever take because it's not a trip that you have planned or even I have planned. It's a trip that God himself has planned for you to share his glory with the people of Ethiopia. This woman who is just a young teenager, I got the opportunity a number of years ago to lead her to the Lord. Um, and if you're saying, why me? Why should I go? It's because what Obed said this morning, go make disciples of all the nations. And if, you, if God is stirring in your heart and you come to me and say, oh, I don't know, you know, I'm probably, you know, what should I do? I'm going to say, he said, go. Do you not understand the G or the O? Because it is the most exciting thing you can ever do. We're going to hopefully take a group of um, 10 or 12 people and more if we can. We're also my brother's church up in Northern California is going to be going also. It is an exciting thing. We will be giving away chickens to the people in the villages. Each family that we meet with will get five chickens. And why chickens? Because it is a patriarchal society. And if you're giving out chickens, the men won't be out in the field. They'll be home to receive the chickens. And so then we can lead and share the gospel using this little cube that everyone can be trained in in just a few minutes how to use and share the gospel. We will have translators, and we will have disciple makers with us. Because when people receive Christ in Ethiopia, it's not like they can drive down to the local church. We will start churches in each village. And part of our funds that we raise will be able to train these disciple makers that they can lead a small church in the village. The cost is about somewhere about $3,400, depending on plane fare. That includes everything. Every single thing is all you have to do is come to a couple training sessions. We will explain to you what you're going to do. I will tell you what the trip is supposed to look like, and then I will tell you on the way home exactly what it looks like. Because one of the first things on missions is you learn to be flexible but it is exciting I have been to Ethiopia I stopped counting it 30 times it is I love this country I love the people you will go there and you will say I can't believe the poverty but I say don't think about the poverty think about how rich we are and that we get to share with not, we'll go, we'll go to the villages, we'll go in huts, we'll give away chickens, we'll go to a ministry that we support, it's called the Breakfast Club, where we go and feed 
children five days a week of the children of the prostitutes. And all the children have HIV. And this is the only meal that they get. And so, anyhow, I could go on and on. I'll be back at the table. And if you have any questions, and remember, go. Go. Thank you so much, King's Cross Church. And now Obed. Or, or Dan. Thanks, Carol. Hey, um, as a worship team, that's your cue. Worship team, come back up. <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to sing a song as we close, but let me just lead us in prayer as a church um, that our hearts would be warmed to this idea of the mission and the call that God has placed on each of us. We all are missionaries. Uh, we all have a mission. We all have a place to do that ministry, whether it's your family, your friend group, your place of work, school. Um, Y'all have a mission field, and um, we gotta we gotta live our lives um, as missionaries. So let's pray together. God, we thank you for your goodness in sending your Son Jesus, that through Him we might have life, and that we might have the light in us. Um, and I pray that as we go throughout our days, that we would be a light in this world. Uh, we carry that light of, of Christ within us in every situation we find ourselves. God, I think of our places of work and school and friend groups. I pray that you would use us each in unique ways to speak the words that you've given us to speak in those, in those environments. Lord, we know that you alone have the words of life. And I pray that you give us voices to speak uh, those words to, to those around us. Lord, that we'd share the good news, that we'd not be able to hold it in to ourselves. Would we have opportunities to, to be your hands and feet in all these areas of our lives, Lord? Would you be glorified in us as we seek to live out faithfully the call that you've, you've placed on us? We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen.